Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake BJ Shea is on assignment and running the boards is Joey D's. Hi. Hello. On today's show, Vicky will uh, gush about Harley Quinn Season 3. Mm-hmm. It's back. We'll also talk about Paper Girls, which, again, Vicky has gushed about the comics, so we're going to see what she thinks about the new show. Vicky, you even watched Death on the Nile. Yeah. Wow, look at all that stuff. I actually did stuff. And, and then it's all Vicky all the time, because we got the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Just message me directly, because it's Vicky's show. Yeah, Just it is. <laughs> BJJGeekNation.com. B- no, no, bjgeeknation.com. That's what I'm Thank you, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Spaced. Or just search <laughs> BJJ Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey. Com. Yes. Oh, not, where am I? No, no more dot coms. But you can go <laughs> and check out Odyssey. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y. App, app, app. Wait. Yeah, the... We're kind of a mess here. I don't I'm know excited. what's going on. Yeah, I this mean, this is what happens when it's a Vicky show. <laughs> I know, right? It's just a ADD brain all over the place. I I'm thought like, that was a joke. It's Vicky's show, and then bloop, <laughs> gotta go away with all of that. Bloop, bloop, Let's bloop. start off now with Harley Quinn. Finally, it's here. This is one of these things that you've been yelling at me to watch over and over and over again, and I'm like, okay, fine, I will eventually, mm. and uh, and I'll still get to it eventually. Yeah. I, um, BJ did get to it, and he very much enjoys it as well. I after poking at him was. Pretty much sold after James Gunn tweeted a clip mm-hmm. of James Gunn in Harley Quinn season three. Yep. So he him, plays himself. He plays himself or voices an animated version of himself in it. And it's it's very entertaining and also very um not safe for work. Uh, they like they like to use them swears in this one. This is definitely an adult cartoon. And if you didn't know, Harley Quinn is voiced by Kaylee Cuoco mm-hmm. in this one, um, which is very interesting when you've seen her in obviously The Big Bang Theory, but also in, like in The Flight Attendant because her voice is very uh, it's very noticeable. It's very her. Yeah, so you know where it is. And having grown up with uh, the uh, the Batman the uh, the Batman the Animated Series Harley Quinn, it's a different voice. Every now and then she'll pop in into that accent, but I'm very glad she doesn't. Yeah, it would be super annoying to have that mm-hmm. all over again. I remember that being one of the things that kind of grated on me. So having it be mm-hmm. a normal voice, not that super New York style. Over the top. Yeah. And like, uh, there's one where I always always repeat it because it's like the most noticeable one where she's like, oh, you heard them from me. Like the, the one of the two times I've heard her really bust out that accent. But we were there was a lot of limbo. Like, is are we getting a season three or not? And even I remember James Gunn, like tweeting. It's like, hey, if you want a season three, watch the other seasons. Like, seriously, get going. Like, get like let's get those views up, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm so glad it is. And I'm it's funny now seeing after he tweeted that, and now seeing him in the series itself. And he's been in a couple episodes. Three episodes came out when they they all dropped at the same time, and it is fantastic. Like, seriously, I didn't think it would get better. And you guys did see the last season, we know that this is the start of the relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, like actually dating and all the trials and tribulations, but as well as the rest of the crew. 
between Clayface and King Shark <laughs> the Clay- and even Frank the Plant. <laughs> the Clayface clip, because it, it was it was with James Gunn was that clip with Clayface. And I was like, mm-hmm. first I was like, sweet Clayface. And I'm like, I just love the fact that they're using a lot of these animated characters who obviously did have a run in the comic books as well. But it was fun to see things from my youth being incorporated in this. I'm like, you know what? This is going to be a, this is going to be a show for me. On top of the fact that, uh, <laughs> uh, like, they're nobody characters, or like they made King Shark really dumb in the Su- Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. That being said, I love that King Shark, but I love Ron Funches' King Shark because he's literally like a computer genius kind of guy. He loves computer and tech, <laughs> and it's Ron and Funches, and he's really funny. Like, and he's really sweet. So when he does go crazy, it's pretty hilarious. Seriously, if you haven't watched this, go watch it. It is. It, I don't want to spoil anything. That's it. No, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's the fun part too because you'll I'll see clips every once in a while. There's some pretty entertaining ones with the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, is played by Alan Tudyk as well as Clayface. Is it really? Yeah, he does everything. Yeah, and fun fact too, though. I think uh, I posted this picture forever ago. The whole Peacemaker dance, <laughs> the little intro opening yeah, dance. Yeah. Uh, the choreographer, sometimes when John Cena wasn't there, she would get her husband to come in to kind of stand in and help with the choreography. And her husband was Alan Tudyk. <laughs> so, yeah, <they're, laughs> yeah, yeah James yeah. Gunn and Alan Tudyk seem like to be homies. So pretty awesome. That's amazing. Like, go, do yourself a favor and go see it. Just go do it. Yes. I yeah. cannot wait. And it's it's epi- like it's a weekly thing. So I haven't seen the fourth one yet. All right. Right on. So it's still out there. It's on HBO Max. Check it mm-hmm. out. Like, go and binge it. I'm going to have to do that at this point in time. It's mm-hmm. just it's just so Especially much fun. Especially for... Uh, the whole James Gunn thing. Exactly. And I mean, this is another thing that Vicky recommended as well was the comic book Paper Girls. And we've talked about this previously, mm-hmm. um, not like not only because it was coming out to be a show on Amazon Prime, but also just the fact that you loved the the comic mm-hmm. series, which is 30 issues done by Brian K. Vaughn, mm-hmm. who uh, has done another uh, one that we gushed over, which was Saga. Yes. And, and, and He's done so much good stuff. Exactly. And so you were telling me about Paper Girls, and just if you want to go back and listen to those older episodes, you can too, but... If you don't want to be spoiled, we're kind of giving our first impressions because uh, on Amazon Prime, it didn't drop weekly. No, like, it dropped all at once, which, which I was very surprised Especially about. since lately that's been their thing is to do the weekly mm-hmm. things like Wheel of Time with The Boys, with a bunch of other shows. Uh, was it um, not The Omen, The... Uh... David Tennant and... Oh, Good Omens. Good Omens, thank you. Yeah, they would do those, and it would just be like, okay, you got to wait a week to do this, and then they're like, on this one, they're just like, no, we're going to drop them all. I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm curious to see why they did that. And maybe just because they wanted to get it all out there right now, maybe because a lot of people are comparing this to Stranger Things, so maybe they just want to get it out while Stranger Things is really like the biggest like hot thing right now. And even when I read the comics... It it definitely gave me that Stranger Things vibe. You got a bunch of teenagers or preteens, like 12, 13-year-old girls in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And they have to, they join together to fight all ongoing things. Joe may not like this because <laughs> time travel. Yeah. Lots of time travel. This is mostly based in time travel. And I've mm-hmm. only watched the first two episodes uh, and you've, you've, I binged it. There's eight episodes. Of course you did. And so you, I binged, had to, they I kept know you every did. episode they're like, uh, and cliffhanger. It's like, oh yeah. It. It's a good lead in for each one. Guess but I'm it, not sleeping tonight. It goes from zero to a hundred really quick in that first episode. You meet the four main characters and 
uh, which uh, I know I, I remember Mac for sure because Mac was is the kind of the tomboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got uh, Aaron, uh, KJ, and Tiff. And KJ is pretty great because she's kind of a hockey playing nerd. Like, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, a big thing of hers is that she's also uh, Jewish American. Mm-hmm. She's more of the rich girl. So she kind of gets that in fights with Mac because, like, oh, you don't know what it's like. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, each of these, they were so perfectly cast, too, if you've seen the comics. Like, I, I'm so excited. The one thing that I did notice right away, which was kind of, it was a little off putting, was that Mac has a very striking resemblance to me to John Connor from mm-hmm. T2. Exactly. Same hair, almost same yeah. jacket. Like, yeah, and so I was just like, I'm like, she looks too much like John Connor. I literally had to go back and I watched Terminator 1 and 2, like after watching these two, just because my wife had never seen either of them. And I was like, she looks just like John Connor. And my wife was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, we're watching Terminator. Mm-hmm. Then we'll get back to Paper Girls. But I think, uh, there's yeah. nothing to go along with that. I mean, obviously there's the time travel aspect, but it doesn't have to do with Terminators at no. all. It's just... An interesting coincidence, maybe with the costumer or something like that. And that's the exact same haircut she had in the comics, although I think she was a ginger, but that would be a weird haircut for her. That would be a very, yeah, that would be a very interesting one. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it would look too cartoony, but uh, all of these actresses, by the way, are phenomenal. Like, just some of those moments where, yeah, no, like, you'll see, like, some of them, like, when there's sad moments, I'll put it at that, like, my Mm. heart really breaks for these characters. It is so well done. I'm super excited. I will say the CGI, not, I don't want to put it at the bottom of the barrel, but obviously not the top tier that we've seen before in other shows. Fair. Probably give it, like, a seven for some of the CGI, if I'm being... Completely honest with myself. Fair enough. Ali Wong is also uh, one of the characters. She also kills it. She's so funny. She's a a comic, and if you haven't seen her specials, I know she has at least three out there on Netflix. They're all amazingly funny, and she plays one of the older versions of uh, the girls, Erin, and it is so, so good. Yeah, like she, is she like she just like even just in the two episodes I've watched she encapsulates the character like both of them play off of each other mm-hmm. so well and, and it's so great just to see how the younger version interacts with the older version but even though Ali Wong is a comic or comedian she really brings a lot of heart and a lot of pain to this character which is awesome it just shows off her uh, her acting chops but I, all I can say is I need a season two or at least, you know. Already? You know. They just came out with I season need to, one, I girl. I need them to at least confirm there will be a season two. I need to know that there is one because obviously the story is not over yet. And I want to see them, what they're going to go through, especially reading the comics. I'm like, are they going to go as far back as I think or as far forward? Mind you, um, I think I might have brought this up at some point. I'm not going to remind you, but there is... The main, like the big boss boss, if you will, mm-hmm. of the whole organization that they're, you know, fighting against. Yeah. You will laugh when you see who the actor is. Really? And I knew, I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot. I read that article saying that this person was going to be in the show. I haven't, like, I'm even looking at the wiki right now. Don't and look I, at it. I looked past the casting. I had I haven't looked Don't at that. Look. I just wanted to look at the uh, reception for it. In the uh, Rotten Tomatoes reports an 87% approval rating with an uh, average rating of uh, about 45 critic reviews. So, I mean, that's still very solid. 87 is pretty good, especially when mm-hmm. it comes down to a TV show. I think it's really fun. It is an ensemble, so there's a lot of characters. Um, but even 
even like with the four main girls, like you don't, it feels like everybody so far has gotten their own time to shine and, and everyone is integral to the story. And yeah, that is basically how the whole season does go. I will say, because some people are like, is this a Stranger Things ripoff? Not by any means. They're not fighting Vecna. They're fighting, you know, time traveling police. And on top of that, I love the fact that so Stranger Things, when they do deal with, quote unquote, teenage problems, it's usually centered around like love lives. Yeah. And I'm sure like there's this is centered around either girl problems and or, you know, trying to figure out who you are coming of age kind of a thing. Like, what are these feelings inside me? What's going on? What does this mean? Uh, On top of, you know, if you're time traveling and you get into the future and you find out about yourself, sometimes you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. what you turn out to be like because yeah. it is a severe disappointment mm-hmm. uh, for multiple reasons for all these girls or some are like, wait, that's who I am. So that's kind of why I feel like this. But I will say there is a part where they're all trying to figure out how to do a girl thing. And just that conversation, it might like if you're a dude, <laughs> you might get squeamish, whatever, but it is ridiculous. It is real. Fair enough. It is hilarious. I was dying just I was like, okay, that's what set it apart from Stranger Things to me. That's awesome. And you can watch that on Amazon Prime. It's worthwhile. And if you happen to see Weird Al is Dead trending, don't worry. That's only the name of the second episode. So maybe that's why it was. Weird Al is still alive and kicking in our timeline. I won't spoil anything when it comes down to the show. It's just the title of the second episode. So don't worry too much about that. But definitely recommended from both of us. Now, Vicky... Now this isn't this is this is a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a it's, it's one been of out the, for a while. It's, and it's a mystery thriller, one of those sort of uh, 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 murder on the Orient Express this types. Is literally, I think the sequel because there's two characters in this from the previous movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have um, you know Detective Perot and Bok or Book. Yeah, how they pronounce his name. Yeah. Those two characters, and I have not seen Murder on the Orient Express. I thought there were two standalone ones. And I couldn't honestly, we couldn't find it on oh. any streaming service at the time of watching it. So this is this is the movie we're talking about is Death on the Nile. And it's it's good standalone, I will say. And it's <laughs> it's funny because I uh mm-hmm. after watching Knives Out in the theater, uh I ended up watching Murder on the Orient Express, the original, because mm-hmm. this one hadn't been out yet. And I was like, okay, because I get I just I got into those sort of movies for a for a hot minute. Didn't that didn't carry on to to get to Death on the Nile. I didn't realize it was Agatha Christie who wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. like, and it's a like a lot of those a lot of those murder mysteries, especially like they're either Agatha Christie adjacent, like very inspired mm-hmm. by, or just flat out written by her. And Death on the Nile um, follows well, uh, Death on the Nile. Yes. Yes. I exactly. get confused with Murder on the Orient Express <laughs> and Death on the Nile. Yep. I. Yep. Me too. Who's in this one? Uh, it's a got an all-star cast. And there was a lot of controversy when this came out. I think it might have even been pushed a little bit because it was around the time that the whole Army Hammer, the actor, that, oh, that yeah, stuff that, came to light. Like so. his stuff, yeah, his like uh, penchant for interesting uh, proclivities. Right, and, poten- like, and um, assault allegations and all these different things. So I think this movie didn't do as well as it would have had that not happened. Mm. That being said, like I try to take that out of my head and just watch it for what it was. Uh, so you got Kenneth uh, Branagh, which who plays direct Detective Perot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, uh, Annette uh, Benning, Tom Bateman, who played Buch. Russell Brand plays a doctor, and he's really? so different than any other character or version I've seen of him. And he does such a phenomenal job. Like you forget, like he's a, actually a pretty good actor. 
Like outside he of really like is. his silly Actually stuff. He is pretty good, yeah. Uh, Sophie o- Okoendo, who I honestly, this is going to be awful, but I just loved her and remember her from the second Ace Ventura movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Latita Wright from Black Panther. Oh, okay. Jennifer Saunders, Rose Leslie. Like, I feel like these movies are kind of, like does the all star cast murder story. And it's interesting too because a lot of these characters or a lot of these actors are stuff that we've seen in superhero movies. And just to be able to see them do something other than mm-hmm. a superhero movie is kind of refreshing sometimes, right? And it, so this was a movie like I really didn't want to watch it. My best friend and I were doing like a craft day <laughs> where you're just sitting there and working on something with your hands and just have a movie in the background. And I was like, ah, fine, she wants to watch this, I'll put it on. And I was surprised how into it I got. Uh, and I think, uh, so I'll give you guys the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a 60, 62% on the tomato meter, so technically fresh, 82% audience score. I feel All like right. the Army Hammer situation dropped it in Kind of screwed it a little bit on that. However, overall, really good movie. You're sitting there, I, I'm always that person, even if it's not a mystery movie, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to pinpoint what's going to happen. You're trying to figure everything out as you're going along, and, yeah. And I'm not trying to be that a-hole. I, that's just how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get you. I and get because you. this is a, like a murder movie, my friend and I are like, well, this person could be it, and this person could be doing this, and this can be it. So it was a lot of fun. It's part of the fun. Like, And if you watch it with somebody, you're sitting there like, oh, it could be this because of this, or this or that. This is literally why the wife and I had got have gotten so into Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, mm-hmm. because it's that same thing. Like, every once in a while, or even like when we were watching Knives Out, I forgot how fun it is to watch it something and be able to discuss it with somebody at home. Like, don't do it in the theaters, guys, because that's the worst. But, like, being able to kind of figure it out or try to see if you can figure it out as it's going along is really fun when it comes down to it. And I'm trying to see what the Rotten Tomatoes said about Murder on the Orient Express, because that came out in 2017. That one also had an all-star cast for, like, Johnny Depp, Daisy Ridley, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. uh, Judi Dench, Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they got some big-name people to do, like, these movies. Oh, uh, Willem Dafoe, Josh Gad. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang it, I got to figure out where I can watch this. Where does it say? Hold on, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look <laughs> it up. Oh, I guess, of course, if you have the premium subscription on Hulu, I might be able to watch it on another oh, app I Oh, then have. it might be, like, on, a, like, a Stars or, like, an HBO Max or something so, and then at that point. Because if you've got the you, premium sub, it's usually because it's an add-on on something like that. Right, but I think I have another app that my dad may or may not have. It's <laughs> funny because Murder on the Orient Express actually got 61% on the tomato meter and 53% audience score. No. It wasn't well-received. And I'm wondering, 2017 might be around the time also, like, there's a lot of Johnny Depp controversy. Yeah. I mean, more so came later, so... Who that's knows? Also, Maybe it just wasn't the, as good. This is more popular the books too, right? Of Agatha Christie's yeah. murder model, model yeah. uh, murder models. Uh, well, murder mysteries, but I, and maybe that's why because people, people are already know something. and yeah. like people already know like what's going on in the movie. Yeah. And I mean, Knives Out didn't come out till 2019, mm-hmm. and maybe like maybe the popularity of the yeah, murder, like that's kind of what maybe pushed it was just it. a little before its time when it came down to that sort of thing. But I'll definitely, hopefully, like in the near future, we'll watch it so I can kind of compare the two and find a way to watch Knives Out because I really want to see that. Yeah. Before I accidentally get it spoiled. So far, I've only kind of gotten hints of the spoil. Oh yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm trying. I, I, yeah, it's worth watching definitely. Yes. So funny enough about that movie, I was on a flight back to Vegas and I was hungover and I didn't have it on or anything, but the person next to me did, and I was like, oh, that's Gal Gadot. Oh, she, oh what is she? And I don't know this. I watched like half of it on accident, and then, but the ending half. 
<laughs> no. And I saw what happened. I'm like, oh, this is a murder mystery. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't watch this photo. Did you watch movie. it at least with like subtitles? No, no subtitles on. So, oh, so oh, I literally just so watching it. And the very end, I see what happens. And I'm like, I watch the character's reaction. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Because that's kind of how I ended up. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I watched, uh, what is it, Turning Red for the first time, the Red Panda movie. But she, had, the, my neighbor at least had subtitles. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so funny because I see them like, well, I guess I'll watch that movie. <laughs> well, once you do finally do see it, Vicky, you'll have to mm-hmm. let us know how you feel about it. But now it is time for The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got for us? So I know Gareth talked a lot about HBO and all that hoopla. Everyone's freaking out, blah, blah, blah. But if you guys follow our Facebook page, you know I'm constantly putting up like big stories. So you guys are in the know and you're not freaking out too bad. So we know that they they canceled a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. specifically, you know, DC type things. But one of those things that falls in the DC property is Peacemaker. Don't worry. James Gunn already announced uh, back, I think on Thursday, it was everywhere. It's like, nope, don't worry. Peacemaker season two is still safe. Like, it's safe. It's fine. Like, they're not going to get rid of it. So just just chill out. And like I said, like James Gunn right now, he's on top of the world when it comes to DC. Like I was talking about earlier in the Harley Quinn series and his fun special guest appearances. <laughs> I saw just a little clip of it and I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah, it is that ridiculous. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, Ranker did come out with one of those ranking systems like, hey, here are the best comic book movies, shows, comic book shows of 2022. And obviously people vote on if they agree or not. This is people, so we can argue with them. Yeah. I'll go down the list and we'll see if they deserve that spot or if they should be knocked down a little bit or moved up. Okay. The number one ranked on this one is Moon Knight. Number one for Moon Knight? Mm, That one's hard because it is really good. It is really good, but I don't think I would put that. Like, just the fact, maybe just because you just said it right now and I can't think of a whole lot right now. I just feel that, like, Peacemaker was the number one for me. Like yeah. and so at this point in time, like I don't think peace. I don't think Moon Knight is better than Peacemaker. And Peacemaker comes in at number two. It only had oh, a, okay. okay, yeah. All so right. it was like twenty four votes up for Moon Knight and twenty one votes up for Peacemaker. Yeah, give me a couple more votes on that one. Yeah. So yeah, 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 bump that up. I really do feel at this point that like I and I and I liked Moon Knight. I liked it a lot. I think Oscar Isaac was amazing. Mm-hmm. I just felt that John Cena and the whole cast for Peacemaker was just so much better. But I mean, you know, lists are lists. Uh, number two, I said it was Peacemaker. Number three is Miss Marvel. I like Miss Marvel a lot. Um, so so far, yeah, I would put that at a number three, and mm-hmm. I would probably put Moon Knight at number two at this point in time. Right. So like like just kind of flipping those around at this point. Yeah. Okay. And there's a decent amount on here that we have not seen or maybe even heard of. Oh. And I'll probably skip through those just because I don't. There probably are comic books, but they're not. Like superhero esque. Okay. Because this one is called La Fortuna, which is like a Spanish adventure drama television miniseries based on the comic book El Tesoro del Cisne Negro, which means uh, the treasure of the black swan. Oh, okay. It, so it's a young and experienced diplomat, Alex Ventura, has inadvertently become the leader of a mission that will test all of his convictions to recover the undersea treasure stolen by adventurer Frank Wilde. I think this was probably filmed in Spain. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably why we haven't heard of it. Another one on here, Heartstopper, which is a British coming-of-age teen romance drama series based on a graphic number novel under the same name. I've never heard of it. Have you? No. Nope. Yep, okay, we'll pass on. <laughs> this one, I'm so upset that I did not know had come out 
It came out in January, and I need to figure out how to see it because they turned it into an anime. Oh, what? It is called Freak Angels. So when I first started working here, and I was showing BJ that I am a comic book tastemaker, because almost every comic I've given him, if not all of them, he has loved. And he started really liking Freak. Freak Angels, I just didn't have all the series, and I think they canceled the comics. Uh, but they recently turned it into an anime series. So if you guys like anime, really? so I'm, I'm, this is on my list to watch hopefully soon. And it's, uh, it was, okay, yeah, I remember the, I remember you talking about mm-hmm. it, and I didn't ever watch it, but it's, it's steampunk. Like, I didn't ever read it, but it's like, like steampunk. steampunk well, because it's like civilization, everything just comes to an end, and then you yeah. have these 12 people, I believe they were born like at the exact same time or the exact same day something happens and they all are psychics. And they're the ones that are kind of rebuilding everything. Oh. I need to go back. I only have like the first two and I refuse to keep collecting them because I wanted the heart covers and I need them to all look alike <laughs> on the shelf. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I'm that person. I didn't know they made a show out of that. Yeah, I literally found this out like maybe a month or two ago and it came out in January. So if you wow. have access to, I believe it might be Crunchyroll or one of those. Oh, check yeah. Check it out and let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one, I think I had seen posters of it. I had no idea it even came out, but it's a CW show, so yay. <laughs> it's called Naomi, and it sucks because like, I love the guy who created the comic book series, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. Um, but it's based on an American superhero. When a supernatural event shakes her hometown to the core, Naomi sets out to uncover its origins, and what she discovers will challenge everything she believes about superheroes. You said CW, and I am out. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only person I really feel at this point who will watch a CDLB show will be BJ. Mm-hmm. And usually there's stipulations like, well, I'm going to go watch this with my wife. I'm going to watch this with my daughter and never with Joe. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I try to remember the last CDLB show. Uh, the, I know what it was. Uh, the Shannara Chronicles. I believe oh. that was the last one I watched. Was that on MTV? Maybe it was MTV, but it's the same. It's the yeah, that yeah, same yeah. genre. I, and I think, and I think the closest one that I watched was Shadow and Bone on mm-hmm. Netflix, which was very yeah, CW esque yep. because everything breaks down to someone's like, "Oh, isn't he adorable? Don't yeah. I want to date him?" And I'm like, "I want to see the steampunk magic stuff." I just remember I got through one season of Shannara Chronicles because there was a line in the second episode where the chick goes, "You just want my elf sloppy seconds," and I was <laughs> like, "What? <laughs> Is this a real lie?" I was like, "Ah." Oh. Well, I guess I know what I'm in for. <laughs> Although I think uh, what made me love it even more when it came out was the fact that That's yeah, amazing. I remember that and just like yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> I mean, have to, I have to see because Terry Brooks. We've had Terry Brooks he's on before, and he was talking about he's an amazing person. And we talked about this whole thing. I just want to know. It's like, hey, do you get to approve scripts and? Uh, a, a, that's the first question. And then B, was this in the original book? This elf sloppy seconds anywhere in the actual books? Because if it is, uh, I need to buy every single one of the books. And the books yes. have been out for a long time. He's put <laughs> right. out a ton of them. So uh, The thing, though, too, is that around that same time that that came out on MTV, uh, the new Heroes Reborn came out. Mm. And the quality of the Shannara Chronicles, the CGI and everything they did was so Just superior. Murdered, it, yeah. murdered Heroes Reborn so much more. Yeah. On top of the fact that, like, it was MTV. MTV put out, and it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, so. like the CG was solid. I remember watching a little bit of it, but not really following it. But then also being just so disappointed in Heroes Reborn. Like, yes. we're never going to get, like, the first two seasons of Heroes again. Mm-hmm. And any time that they tried, even when they were, like, back in the day. I mean, they put out a lot of seasons of Heroes before they even got to the Reborn part. But by that point, I'm like, we don't. We don't need these anymore. It was a fun idea. The writer's strike killed you. 
please just stay dead. Like the zombie, the zombie heroes here that we're getting here are just not good. It's just not good. Double tap, put it, put it away, and move on with our lives. Uh, another one, I think these, uh, when they're talking about these movies, I think what's going on is they're talking about movies that actually came out this year. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, when did this show come out? Cause I'm like, we did get a new season of the boys. So I would definitely put that up there, Yeah, but it wasn't, I think they kind of were referring to mostly came out like for the first time this year. Okay. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to say like the boys definitely overpowers a lot of these. Yeah. And this is showing you how much my everything in the last couple of years has been foggy. I'm like, well, didn't Watchmen come out this year? Maybe last year? It came out in 2019. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was before the pandemic. Wow. Mind blown, right? Yeah. I was just like, it was last that year, was right? Or was so it this year? Good. Oh. The last three years don't exist. <laughs> Gosh, yes. Yeah, right? And that's the whole thing, too. You like go and you talk with someone. It's like, it's been a while since I've seen you. It's like, yeah. Also, add two years to what you think you when the last time you saw me, <laughs> because that's what happened. Nope. Damn, oh, I, I didn't even Watchmen. realize. The Watchmen was so good. Right. The Watchmen was fantastic, and it was just one of those things where they're like, it's it's a continuation of the comic, and you're like, okay, but it's just this different but story. better. <laughs> and then somehow it does. It wraps in with the old story mm-hmm. so well, and it works just fantastically, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe how they just get you in on this, what you think is a small story, and then just turns out to be... Layers upon layers upon layers. Yeah! Great social commentary. Very similar to the way The Boys does it, too, mm-hmm. where you like yeah. it just makes sense in the world, but then you think about it, you're like, man, ah, God, just really right. great comparisons. Yeah. Number eight on this list is one that we did talk about earlier today, and it definitely needs to be up higher on this list, and I hopefully once more people watch it, it'll also be true, and it's Paper Girls. Yeah, we. I need to get back on it and watch the first two episodes, like I said, and I still think it's fantastic. And like, I, I think I'd definitely put Harley Quinn on it as well. Yeah. I know it didn't come out this year, but this new season did, so yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. This one I also want to see also because I think I have a comic of it. Like I got, I had a group on once and I, it's like, pay, you know, 50 bucks for 100 bucks worth of comics, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I got a crap ton of comics and this was one of them based on the recommendation of the store owner at the time. And it's called DMZ. And it's a civil war breaks out in America and Manhattan becomes a demilitarized zone. And it's yeah. uh, Rosario Dawson, Benjamin Bratz in it. I'm like, all right, this isn't going to be um, a superhero-esque, but it definitely is a comic book. That was, I show. forgot that it came out. And why didn't I watch this? Well, maybe because it's got a 5.3 on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, like, I mean, people are voting on it. Granted, not a lot, but people did vote on it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So that might have to be something that may go on the list. I don't know where to watch it, though. That's uh, It's on HBO Max. Oh, perfect. And it's only four episodes. So maybe it's just one of those things that it came and went. Mm-hmm. And so... Well, I got, I got some time. I mean, there's a lot of other things that I'm watching, but maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'll have a little bit of an aspect to watch that. Uh, and then two more on this list. Uh, they're animated series. I think maybe more for a younger, for a younger audience. Dead End Paranormal, Paranormal Park. This one has a, um, not Adventure Time. What was that other show that everyone really liked with the gem and the little kid? <laughs> oh. Gem people, the gem, gem people. people. Oh, I know. Uh, uh, Steve, uh, Steven, Steve, Steven Universe. Yes, yeah, Steven Universe. It, yeah, it has very much a Steven Universe art style to yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it totally does. Dead End Paranormal Park is two teens and a talking pug team up to battle <laughs> demons at a haunted theme park. Sorry, I hate pugs. I'm out. Oh, what? Pugs I, are so cute. I no, feel so bad pug, for them though. Yeah, pugs because they go. They sound like this. <laughs> Well, to be fair, we sound like that too. <laughs> only when I sleep. Well, and what about Frank from Men in Black? 
Uh, yeah, none terrible. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the da- talking not, pug. Not down. With, not down with pugs, man. You can calm down. Mm. What, what about French French pug? No, no, French no, bulldog. No, 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 no. Those are just as bad. Uh, Dead no. End Paranormal Park uh, just came out in June, <laughs> and it is on Netflix, I believe. Last one being Samurai Rabbit Usagi Chronicles. Teen Rabbit teams up with his warrior friends to protect their city. Interesting. Uh, it has more of a CGI vibe esque to it, uh, like. Um, not quite CGI. I'm thinking like a Kung Fu Panda vibe. It reminds me of, uh, um, oh God, Usagi Ojimbo, which was uh, basically a rabbit character, a rabbit samurai from, I think, the Ninja Turtles. Huh. Uh, and it had his own thing for a while, too. Probably not the same character, but, you know, hey, it's still a teenage rabbit samurai. So, yes. Yeah, and yeah, that looks not? like it's on Netflix as well. Oh, there you go. So, a lot of things you can watch through all of that. And especially if you got kiddos. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, until next time, guys, stay nerdy. 